Welcome back, my loves, and um, let's talk about the lunar eclipse in Scorpio um, coming up on May 5th at, what time is it, 7.34 p.m., and that is Paris time, so I'm, um, I'm in France, so you have to adjust that for your location. So if you're in the States, uh, the eclipse will happen sometime early morning hours for you. And if you are in Australia, the eclipse will happen most likely on the 6th of May for you. So what do we have to say about this eclipse? What is going to unfold or what could potentially unfold? What are the energetics of this eclipse? Well, let's get the basics out of the way. This lunar eclipse is a full moon. And that means the sun is opposing the moon. The sun is in 14 degrees and 58 minutes of Taurus. And the moon is in 14 degrees, 58 minutes of um, Scorpio. A full moon is always a culmination. It's, uh, we reached a certain level and there's a celebration, but there's also the knowing that something is ending and an ending always comes with a release. This eclipse in particular, the way I see it, the way I look at it, is something has become redundant in our lives. And I'm asking you, what is it in your life that has become redundant? Something has served you for a long time in your life. It has gotten you where you're at. But for a while now, it's been lingering there and it's been just there and you tapped it, you kept tapping into it, but it doesn't it didn't give you anything, right? You didn't get anything from it. You didn't, there's no, there was no growth in it anymore. And there was no, there was no fulfillment, no sensation. And you've become so attached to it, right? We're talking about Scorpio here, that you haven't yet released it. You're, you're like, well, you know, I just take it with me just for a little longer. You know, it doesn't hurt. Well, it's starting to hurt. And it's starting to hurt in a way that you may not fully understand because we're talking about Scorpio and Scorpio runs really deep. So we're talking about the deepest layers of your psyche. And this thing that you've been carrying around with you has become baggage that... It is, like I said, starting to hurt and is becoming really heavy. It weights you down. It doesn't let you get to the next level because it's too heavy. It pulls you back down, right? Into the underworld. It's Scorpio. It pulls you back down. It pulls you back down. Doesn't like change, right? We are on the fixed axis here. Taurus, Scorpio axis. Change comes, it doesn't come easy on this axis. Nonetheless, it's still necessary. 
for growth. There is no growth without change. So, something's got to give. This eclipse is in a somewhat loose conjunction, or maybe the sun is in a conjunction. The moon is in opposition to Uranus. Uranus, the liberator. Uranus, the freedom seeker. Uranus, the unexpected um, principle. The principle of all of a sudden things are different, and they came seemingly out of the blue. What are we going to do with it? How are we going to deal with it? The interesting thing is that, like I said, there's a loose conjunction, and it's an approaching conjunction. So the conjunction is going to be exact. The conjunction with the sun is going to be exact in three days after the eclipse, and. The, con- uh, the opposition with the moon is going to be uh, exact a few hours after this eclipse. So the unexpected factor in this eclipse will most likely unfold after the eclipse. There's going to be a lot of um, build-up to this eclipse and then the eclipse is going to happen and we are like, well okay, I still don't understand it. I still don't know what's going on. And then I would say the weekend is going to be where everything is unfolding, where things are going to shift and they're going to shift in directions that you may have not expected them to shift. You may have, an, you may have had an idea that things will have to shift very soon and you kind of thought, mm, it's probably going to shift that direction. But you may be surprised. The other thing we need to remember is that this eclipse is another eclipse ruled by Mars. The last eclipse was ruled by Mars as well. Mars is still in Cancer. And Mars is not really a fan of Cancer, right? Mars is, um, is in fall in Cancer. Oh, wait, it's in detriment. Detriment fall. <laughs> I sometimes mix these two up. Um, Nonetheless, it is not, or it by it, I mean Mars, is not working at its best. However, even though it's not working at its best, because it can't just push forward, it is a, it's a very protective Mars. It's a Mars that has like a strong armor around him. And that armor doesn't want to let things close. But with this eclipse, we need to allow the emotion to flow, to to unfold. Because if we keep everything inside, there will be an explosion. So we need to allow ourselves to live the emotion fully. Because only then can we really, truly heal. And I've had this experience just recently. It's it's a very personal story and I won't get into it too much. But I've recently fully understood what it means to allow yourself to 
live the emotion in a healthy way, in a constructive way, which emotion and constructive usually it, it doesn't go together easily, right? Um, you're either constructive or you're emotional and all over the place. But allowing the emotion to flow and go through with it and not block it in the right in the middle. When you're like, oh, no, 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 I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. You're, you're locking it up again. No, you allow it to flow. You allow, allow yourself to be angry if you have to be angry. You know, don't scream at anyone. That's not necessary. You can just allow yourself to sit with that anger. You know, I, for me, it lasted a whole week, probably a little, a little more than a week. And I'm not saying that this is, a, you know, this is how it is for everyone all the time, right? It depends on what we are going through in our lives and what we have to release. But that anger was then followed up by grief and sadness. And once I, once I went through the whole, um, the whole curve, right? Like I allowed myself to feel that anger and frustration and feel that grief and feel that sadness. Then my emotional body was like, okay, so now I can relax. Now I don't have to hold things in. And this is how I see this eclipse, right? Allow yourself, there is, right, there is going to be anger. It's a Mars world eclipse. And just don't direct that anger towards a person in front of you. Stay by yourself and live through that emotion. You know, do whatever it, it takes. Do some meditation if you can bear it in that moment. You know, take a pillow and just punch the pillow if you need to. Scream if you need to. Oh my God, that can be so healing sometimes. Remember, this is like the Taurus Scorpio axis and Taurus is connected to the throat. So allowing yourself to let out that emotion in that way can be healing. Um, one more thing that I want to say about this eclipse is that uh, during this eclipse, Venus has, well, she just, she had just been, a, a, well, she, she's just coming out of her conjunction with Neptune. And that will still play in the background of this eclipse, right? And it means that when we look at this eclipse, and it's a relationship eclipse as well, right? We need to understand that Scorpio is a relational uh, energy. It's a relational sign. Relationships are a topic. And when we look at Venus in a square with Neptune, did I say a square or did I say a conjunction? It's obviously a square. I don't know what I just <laughs> said. Um, it. It's a, it's a square. And this is a square that is not easy on, on our emotional um, body. It's a square that makes us understand that we've been 
delusional about something in our lives. We didn't want to see it clearly. We wanted to see the potential. We wanted to live the potential that something had, but not the reality that was in front of us in that moment. Doesn't mean the potential wasn't there. But potential is potential, right? It hasn't manifested yet. It's like still in the vortex. It's still there. You haven't really taken it and manifested or it hasn't been able to manifest if it was a relationship, right? So this eclipse will make this abundantly clear to us that it was an illusion. And now what? What are we going to do with with that knowledge? One more thing. I know I already said one more thing, but there's one more thing I want to say. The moon, a few hours after this eclipse, will make a trine to Mars, the ruler of the eclipse. And there's like the opportunity, right? There's the big opportunity for release. And it's not just going to be a trine to uh, Mars. There's also going to be a trine to Neptune. And then Neptune making a trine to Mars. So there is a flow, right? And if that flows, that opportunity. If you can find a way to sync with that flow, helping you through whatever emotional turmoil you're going through, you have the opportunity to grow through this eclipse in quantum speed. But it won't be, it's not, you know, it's just a, it's a moment in time that we have to catch where we are like, we have to be really aligned with that energy to really sync up with it and then be able to release whatever came up for us. Remember, this is also the beginning of the Pluto retrograde. So we are, and we are still in um, a Mercury retrograde. So communication with the other is not going to be easy. It's not going to be um, something we can just talk out. This eclipse is something you have to understand internally first before you can then go and speak about it. That's why I suggest not trying to blow up, um, you know, not allowing you, you know, we, we earlier talked about that armor around you and, you know, you're just keeping it down, 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 and then you blow up because you can't hold it in anymore. Allow it to release in a somewhat healthy way without using the other as a punching ball. Take time to yourself during this eclipse and even the days after and work through it with yourself first before you bring someone else into the picture. Even though, even though, even, even though you may say, well, um, you know, what I'm going through has a lot to do with someone. That's okay. 
but work it out within you. Become clear and stable within you first before you then go and um, speak your truth. And with that, I'm going to let you go. Maybe I just want to really quick mention that um, our dear friend Satan is bit involved in this as well because there's still a trine between Saturn and um, the South Node which is a blessing. We can see that as a blessing because it's a construct a constructive aspect that helps us that it's it's another aspect that um, helps us sync with the release allowing ourselves to let this flow out of our lives, whatever that may be for us. All right, my loves, I will talk to you very soon. Bye-bye.